0: Hey, hey, I am Tommy and this is Enoch. We are two good friends and brothers in business, as well as your host for the Broke Black and Busy podcast, a show that discusses the complexities of blackness and the nuances and intersections
1: of black identity. In other words, we are two black men talking to you about our experiences and hopefully we can connect with you. We are back. We are back. This is our first episode of season three. It's been, what, two, three years? Three years of doing a podcast? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We kind of took a year off.
0: (laughs) I don't know if you can count that last,
1: y'all. Well, it's the pandemic's fault. (laughs) That's what I'm blaming it on. I don't care what reason it was. That's what I'm blaming it on. But uh,
0: if we're just saying how long we've been out, uh, yeah, I guess... I guess three years Because we started pre-pandemic Because he was in physical spaces Was that 19? Yeah Yeah it was definitely 19 Three years It was definitely 19 Because I was um, I was betrothed Betrothed
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thank y'all for Rocking with us For that amount of time Um, It was a much needed Hiatus Yes um, To help you bring To help bring you Great content and quality content, as we said in the last, uh, what do we call that, interim episode, it's like Something 10 like or that. 15 minutes, yeah. uh, we let y'all know that we were uh, upgrading equipment, and we finally got pretty good equipment, I, I, we still need a cord for that next episode, but that's my fault, because uh, we want to start doing interviews, it's my fault that I did not get the cord, I forgot, I will order it right after this podcast episode. Uh, But on that note, like, today, we want to talk about the idea of pause, (laughs) and we want to talk about spirituality, and I remember bringing this up to Enoch, and you were like, how... Are those two things even going to happen? And I made it a challenge to myself to have an amazing segue. So that's my <laughs> challenge here. And I did not tell Enoch any of this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he's gonna connect this. I'm just gonna go with the flow. If I crash and burn, y'all will hear it live on this episode. <laughs> and Enoch will laugh at me. Bro, you didn't do mm, that ain't it, it didn't cause it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So let's start with uh, actually, how have you been? Uh, no, let's go into the let's go into the the conversation. I guess yeah, we gotta go yeah, right into the yeah, episode. Yeah, let's go into the episode. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. So, what is pause? The idea of pause. Foolishness. Why do, what is it? It's foolishness. It's foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it essentially is foolishness.
0: But no, if there, if I were to give a formal definition, um, I would say pause is a phrase inserted into sentences so that it is understood what i'm saying is not to be taken in a homosexual context
1: that's a perfect definition <laughs> an absolute perfect definition uh, in other words it is uh my fear of being gay yeah yeah gay. yeah and it's it's been a big thing not only in rap culture but in pop culture as well i've even heard a few like white dudes be like pause and i'm just kind of like I don't oh, like this I word. White say I don't like this term, but I also don't want you to have it either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it was a little, shit. it was a little uncomfortable for me. It's like, ah, uh, whatever. I just walked away from it. It was mm-hmm. weird. It was weird. But what typically happens is I might say something like, uh, "I want to go get a banana." Pause. It's like. No, who was thinking that I'm going to go get a banana to have sex with? Like, who was thinking that I'm or go get a who ba- was thinking you was going to get a dick? Yeah, yeah, like, I don't understand why that is a thing. If you're not gay, you don't need to tell people you're not gay. This is facts. Like, what's going on in your body that you're like, okay, just in case you thought, you know, if I say this, you'll be like, all right, he's not gay. Like, I don't think that term makes it different. Like, you, you don't need to express, you know, how not gay you are. I don't mm. understand that. It,
0: I'm talking in draft because this is a thought I literally just had. Mm. But it reminds me of the trauma response of hypervigilance mm. um, in the sense that. You are so sensitive to the things around you that you can create danger that is not even there, right? Or the perception of danger for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like, let's say, you know, I come from a family where everybody, you know, well, actually, this is a real thing. I do come from a family where people hold shit over your head, Mm -hmm. right? And so, uh, in a former version of myself, it was very much like I don't want anyone to do anything for me because I don't want anyone to be able to bring anything back up. Mm-hmm. Right. And so in that regard, it was hyper vigilance in the sense of I was always super attuned to how much I was doing in a situation versus how much someone else was doing because I wanted to be able to have a rebuttal just in case they brought up the fact that. That they did something. I wanted to be able to be like, well, you only did this because I did XYZ, right? And I feel like a similar thing is happening with niggas where it's like uh there's there's like a hyper vigilance about the perception of being gay. Hmm. And I don't know, you know, I don't know where that comes from hmm. in the sense of like I know where it comes from on a large social scale. I don't know where it comes from necessarily for individuals. Some of it is probably just doing what community does, and then other people probably have like legit, you know, experiences or whatever. But there, it definitely appears like hypervigilance to me. Like I was, I was uh, teaching a class the other day, um, and we were asking the students. It was actually a class on oppression, mm. um, and we were asking the students when they hear the word. Uh, systemic oppression cuz we were teaching on systemic oppression specifically what are some words that come to mind or or forms of that uh and one of the young men said compression mm. and his homie said pause cuz the word come was in compression oh my god and i was like did you just pause the word compression bro and then you know they all start laughing You're like no it's not like that you don't understand you feel me and i'm like no, that's horrible. You feel mm. me? So then we, we walk them through like why that doesn't work. But it's like nobody else, nobody else was thinking about this like but you. And the most like ironic thing about the whole pause shit to me is and I feel like this goes without saying Um, like there's nothing bad about being gay, mm-hmm. right? But I, I like to disclaim that before I say what I'm about to say. The funniest thing to me about the pause shit is that you actually look more gay pausing Mm -hmm. then you do not because you was thinking about that shit you was thinking about that shit yeah
1: yeah and i hear people that are quote-unquote woke i hear people that are quote-unquote like connected Mm -hmm. Uh, i hear people that are in the government and they may come to a community and like i want to talk to my people and it might make it a joke they might be like you know i was uh in the community and I was like turning around and I came down the street, pause, and it'll wait for clapping for the young people. The young people would just be looking like, one, what are you doing? And two, why are you even here making these types of statements? I, don't, I, I, I really want our black men, but people in general to disassociate themselves with terms like these because they're harmful they're harmful and they bring attention to a fear that is not necessary i do not fear that i'm going to walk outside and a gay person is going to jump on me and i'm like oh i'm gay now i got the gay like it it doesn't work uh, that way a lot of niggas treat gay like
0: a disease and it's always funny because you know you have these conversations with niggas and it's like i'm not homophobic you feel me i just don't want nobody to think i'm gay and it's like well okay what if they did though nothing nothing actually really changes for you right because even in like dating relationship right i have homies who people have thought were gay and they have no problem getting women partners they Mm -hmm. have never struggled in that area Mm -hmm. you feel me like i mean people have asked me if you were gay and it's like i'm like nah bro Tommy. Tommy is straight, <laughs> you feel me, like, and you've never n- lost a partner because someone thought you were gay, right, or there was, and I mean, you know, if there was a woman who didn't approach you because that was a whisper, that's not a person you would want to be with anyway, Absolutely. you feel me, and so it's like, it's highly illogical, and that is why the term homophobia applies so well cuz when you when you throw it out there and niggas be like I ain't afraid of gay people, bro, I'll be in a room with a gay nigga, da, 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 da. but it's like you may not be afraid of the the gay person mm-hmm. specifically, like you may not be in fear of your life, but you're in fear of the perception of
1: homosexuality and it is a fear regardless, yeah. you feel me? Yeah. And a lot of uh it comes from um the oppressive note, the oppressive notion, and toxicity within like religion in general, and I think that it permeates through society essentially. Mm. Uh, homosexuality is not like a real big thing if we're just talking about Christianity. It's not a real big thing in the Bible. The biggest thing was for to stop having sex with boys. Mm. That was like the biggest thing. Uh, And a lot of people shifted that to be like this sexuality thing. And we've come up with terms and phrases. We've come up with like laws legit to like stop people from being who they actually are. Homosexual people are people. Mm -hmm. Their livelihood is something that we uh, need to be more open to and understanding more of You turn on the show, you can best believe that if two people are together, it's a heterosexual man and a heterosexual woman. The same way that we feel weird about turning on the show and it's a heterosexual white man and a heterosexual white woman having a healthy situation, we need to feel the same way with uh, other people with different sexualities, because homosexuality is not the only thing either. Um, And I know that religion has a a strong hand in passing that down. and with that, I'm going to make my segue <laughs> <laughs> into spirituality and what our beliefs are within that. Uh, I think I'll go first. Okay. Because uh, I almost said that, like, mine is probably more complex, but I think Enoch's is just as or more complex <laughs> in itself because it's not as straightforward as you might think. Mm. Um, mine is more so, this, the first part, a lot of people would consider i'm a nihilist um, because i don't think anything matters at all i don't i don't have a religion i don't believe in god any of that type of thing i think that we are the only things that matter on this planet because i believe that in the vast universe on this planet if we go poof that's it we're gone the earth moves on the universe doesn't even call for sneeze we didn't exist the only thing that mattered was uh, uh, us as human beings the only thing that mattered is uh the life that's on earth and the things that we are connected to on earth at least for the moment a lot of religion for me is um really connected to egocentricism like i as in human being are the center and everything else is subservient and i just don't think we're that important um i think we're important to each other but I don't think we're that important to the universe and the world. So that's where I am with it, and that's where that comes from for me. So when those toxic things come from religion, I'm like, that's something that we created, and we can also delete it. We don't need toxicity within our world. But you can fight that with religion as well. I'm not against religion. That's just what I believe. Mm.
0: Um, well, yeah, I do believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most people would consider me christian because i also believe that jesus was real um and was the ideal example of a human being but i'm not christian i don't claim christianity i don't align with organized religion as a whole uh and that's not to say that i think all organized religions are bad but i think anytime something becomes a sanctioned group of people it automatically invites indoctrination and Mm -hmm. toxic toxic thought processes and othering right um i my spiritual beliefs are a combination of a couple different things um but i definitely feel like we are all purposed to be present on this planet for a thing um, I feel like that purpose will inevitably be for the greater good of our individual selves and the community around us. I don't think our, pur- our purpose necessarily has to affect the entire world. Mm-hmm. And I think that God is non-binary. There is no gender to God. Um, and that whole concept kind of sounds foolish to me. <laughs> um, that this entity who created both man and woman in their image is... A man just sounds nutty. And that's not to say that if you believe that that you're a nut, you are free to believe whatever you want. Uh, that's just how I feel, right? Um, and I mean, in and of itself, if you believe in the Trinity and there is a culmination of spiritual entities inside a governing spirit, that automatically is a they because it's not singular. Um, just to be politi- not politically correct, but like grammatically correct, right? Uh, which is also why... I don't think there is anything inherently wrong with inhabiting a queer identity. Um, It just it makes no sense to me that God would hate somebody because of their preference on who to love, Um, especially when we talk about the level of forgiveness that God has. When we talk about when we think about the fact that that God does not have a gender identity right like what to to an entity that has created multiple universes and birthed fucking planets and suns and orchestrated the movement of cells and atoms in a body to be what we currently are created gravity all these laws in place it's mind-boggling to me to think that that entity would give a fuck about what I'm doing sexually. Mm-hmm. It it just doesn't, it logically does not make sense to me in the way that I perceive and think about God. And honestly, like, I would argue, and I know niggas will argue me down on this, I would argue that, like, the God that's presented in the Bible also does not seem like the God that would put as much stake on that as we make it seem, right? Like, especially when we think about, when we think about the logic of like, all sins are equal, Mm -hmm. right? That automatically means that if you are a liar or have lied, if you have harmed someone, if you have been deceitful, if you've stolen, if you have cheated on your wife, All of these are on the same playing field if you were to look at homosexuality as a sin. All of these would be on the same playing field, which would mean that if you have partaken in any sin, which all of us have because none of us are perfect, you ultimately are no better than the person that you are casting all of this judgment on. Right. And I've heard niggas argue like, well, you know, it's different because they're choosing like a lifestyle choosing that's an interesting yeah right which is not true right like i i also don't believe that sexual preference is a choice i don't think that i feel like you are born hardwired to be attracted to what you're attracted to now like the qualities of that person can change but it's like whatever gender you're attracted to or no gender at all right that is that's just how you're built Mm -hmm. you feel me that is just how you're built i i personally believe and it also doesn't make any other sin not a choice like so are you saying like if you stole you didn't choose to do that too right it's like all these like conflicting logics Mm -hmm. that niggas have but yeah for me love is love At the end of the day I'm you know A straight nigga But I believe love is love And that is what it is And I
1: believe God believes Love is love Yeah I believe love is love as well Uh, I think the concept Of like Even that concept of preference Is just like Weird to me Uh, I gave an analogy During a family meeting At one point And I was severely outnumbered (laughs) Um, I'm typically The black sheep anyway So I'm used to it but for some reason, I thought this conversation was going to go a little different because it was, I don't know, five or six years ago. I really like to
0: have hope in niggas.
1: <laughs> I had hope, and <laughs> it was deleted immediately. Uh, the analogy was that like, they're like, it's a preference. You chose to do it. I'm like, mm, you. I I chose to drink Pepsi. I didn't choose to like Pepsi. Yeah. I chose to eat pepperoni pizza. I didn't choose to like pepperoni pizza. Mm -hmm. so i might make the choice to engage in something i mean even that is like a stretch but i might make the choice to engage in something my body my biologic my my biology um makes the choice to like it it already Mm -hmm. does it already Mm -hmm. knows that it's going to like what's going to happen i don't i might not know Mm -hmm. or maybe i do but regardless i'm choosing something that's already there yeah so like the idea of uh oh you you chose to be why would they choose to have this hard life (laughs) you know that's another thing like society is so rough on people with uh with different uh sexualities that would not be a choice that a lot of people would bruh make even even outside of, of holding a queer identity
0: right Niggas commit, like, 95 to 98% of violent crimes. As a woman, why the fuck would I choose to love a nigga? Mm-hmm. Why would I opt to do that mm-hmm. if there's so much danger for me? That shit has to be biological, bro. <laughs> yeah. It has to be. Because on, on either side, and this is not, like, a comparative thing, but it's, like, on either side, unless you are a man, right? Mm-hmm there's a way to lose i mean there's a way for niggas to lose but it's like an individual loss Mm -hmm. right whereas like for non-male identities there's like a communal loss that's Mm -hmm. occurring right because of patriarchy because of the misogyny who the fuck would choose that yeah right who would actually who would choose to love anybody in that society right i would just opt to be fucking alone and i don't know masturbate myself into the grave (laughs) you feel (laughs) me (laughs) like (laughs) I know that that went left but my point is is that I I feel like that in and of itself is proof that like nothing about this shit is a choice how you present is a choice even that bro I feel like like even what you were saying with like um you know to engage in the the food analogy is a choice but it's like for some of those things you might have a biologically like predisposed compelling right because certain sense will affect you in a different way and certain aesthetics will affect you in a different way and all of this shit
1: is like nah bro this is it's just hardwired that's how i feel yeah that brings me to my next point of this is not necessarily religion and spirituality but my next thing is like i don't believe in universal uh right or wrong i I also don't believe in um and uh what do you call it i don't believe in personal choice either And a lot of people might be like, no, we make choices. We make choices based on things that have nothing really to do with us. I was born in the US, I was raised in West Philadelphia. That means that there's a lot of choices environmentally that came to me. I was born to a particular mother and a particular father, and I have a very particular set of circumstances, and I was raised in a very particular way. Those all influence my personal choices. So did I actually choose that shirt or was I around a specific color a lot when I was a child? Mm. Did I actually choose to like good times or was I around a grandparent or a mother or aunts that watched it all the time, so not only good times, but other sitcoms like it, I'm going to like in the future. Did I choose to like that, or was I? It's just ingrained in me from birth, um, not from birth, but from when I could like understand like what television is. Why would I be engaged in um, uh, what is it called like risky behavior? Uh, that could be trauma. You know, there's a lot of people that like want to go skydiving, and I'm not saying that skydiving is uh, the only reason you do that is because of trauma mm. but you might engage in more risky behaviors like skydiving or riding motorcycles or drugs or whatever it might be because you're predisposed to so many uh, environmental influences mm. it's not just a choice um, there is a it is a choice but it's based on so many things that have nothing to do with us uh, nothing to do with us actually choosing it so I, not only do I believe—I want to say I know—but I'm just going to be nice and say I believe that sexuality is not a choice. I don't believe we make a lot of personal choices in general. So, do you think personal choices are not real? I don't think so.
0: Oh, okay, we disagree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think personal choices are real. Like, what? Go, go. It, explain what you mean before I make a solid answer.
0: So, uh, I this reminds me of like the nurture versus nature argument. Mm-hmm. Um, But like If I think what you said is a thing mm-hmm. Right I am born in a place I did not choose to be born to To parents I didn't choose to be born to That you know Made choices on how to raise me Or not raise me That are reflections Of you know where they are So on and so forth um, However I think that One Anything that deviates from my normalized experience, I would consider a personal choice. Um, And any intention I put into shaping myself, I would also consider a personal choice. So it's like, if I grow up with a certain neural pathway um, being reinforced, uh, you know, maybe it's like, like you said, uh, maybe I have a parent who is overly emotional. And so that makes me overly emotional. But then I'm like, I don't want to show up like that all the time. And I consciously build a habit of like monitoring how I'm showing up. That's a personal choice to me.
1: Yeah. The argument against that would be that that choice is based off of somebody doing something. Yeah. So it's like, is that really a personal choice or am I doing that because it's safe for me? Which is also connected to like an environmental influence. Because if that person wasn't there, you might not make that choice yeah
0: but it's the fact that i can make a different choice is what makes it personal
1: yeah i i I also think that and i I thought you were gonna go biological i mean biology biology with Mm -hmm. this one um which i believe because that's the nature versus nurture thing Mm -hmm. i think that there's a lot of things in us that regardless of what happened because our biology biology is set up a certain way we're Mm -hmm. probably going to act this way which goes into like what my next argument would be is like you would never be a part of that type of thing anyway, based on like your biology. You are a rebel by nature um, mm. and your environment pushed you into a space that you didn't really want to be in necessarily. Mm. So then you acted out, so to speak. I did air quotes and I made a face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you acted out against it because it wasn't something you wanted to do, which is similar to like my uh, like my me being a black sheep. Mm-hmm. Like There's so many things that I just didn't agree with. There's so many things that didn't make any sense. So I made a choice, but I feel like anything, if I was born into another family, I would probably be the black sheep of that one as well, because most people are uh, walking that typical line, Mm. and that's just not my life. Uh, Do I think that personal choice doesn't exist? Um, That's the question, right? Yeah. I said no. I still feel like I, I don't think it is. Um, I got to think on that more. I'm i I'm a sit on. No. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if,
0: cause like the way I think about it is like, what may be in me may not be a personal choice, mm-hmm. but I think I do choose how to manifest whatever that is. Right. Like I choose how I show up in a space. Um, and I, I strictly say that because there are there are a lot of, of behaviors that come natural to me that I have conditioned myself to move in the opposite direction of. Uh like for a good reason, right? Like not like in a I'm um, uh like damaging myself type of thing. But it's like it's not necessarily that this isn't beneficial, cause you can move through life doing a lot of like ineffective things and not necessarily feel like it's not beneficial right but it's like i i consciously want to operate different because i consciously want to create a certain type of space now that is a representation of my past experiences mm-hmm. right but it's much easier for me to lean into my past experiences than to do what the fuck i'll be doing you feel me and so like that makes it feel like a choice to me because I'm I'm conscious and still have a desire to do those other things. I just don't.
1: Yeah, this turned into something else, but I think it's important. Um, is it easy for you to lean back into those things? I don't think so. I think you're who you are because you mm-hmm. are who you are. Mm-hmm. I think that no matter what happens, you would have been that person. Mm-hmm. Um, it just would have looked different um, in terms of uh, your environment, your resources, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not to say that in different circumstances you wouldn't be different. I'm saying you would be different, but I feel like if it don't sit right, mm-hmm. that's probably not going to be where you are because that goes into the the nurture the nature part. Mm-hmm. The nurture part is the environment, but the nature part is just kind of like we took how you test come
0: in. into the environment, correct, yeah, 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 and how yeah, you yeah.
1: interpret what's going on. I want to make sure that I'm not. I don't care how I sound. I want to make sure that I'm not um, uh, making this as like, this is something that I think is fact. It's obviously not fact in my head. It's what I believe. And based on my research and things like that and my life experience. And I think that we need to have these conversations more Mm -hmm. because we just walk around in life thinking like, this is just how it goes and everything is fine. Uh, But we don't have the conversation to figure out who we are as people and what does that mean? I do believe that if you, if we had a large enough computer <laughs> or a smart enough computer and it can calculate all the pieces of your life, your environment and everything like that, it can calculate each individual choice you made and why you made it and where it came from. Uh, do I think that we'll ever be at that place? Probably not. But I think it it, it there is a possibility.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking about like a bunch of different things right now. Mm. Cause now I'm juxtaposing it with the previous conversation about uh queer identities. Mm. Um And in that regard, like that goes back like when I when I said it's much easier to do the other thing, I immediately thought about how we was like, You feel me, these people are are choosing or they're participating in a different lifestyle that is harder not because it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that made me think like, okay, well if I'm juxtaposing these things, then you could make the argument that um, the ease at which I could do the other things doesn't matter because it doesn't feel good to me.
1: Yeah, I know you. Um <laughs> that wouldn't have happened. Which would then make it
0: make it not a personal choice. I think I'm still there's still something about the way it shows up yeah that makes it cuz we can we can't have like similar things or like similar ideologies and then they look different for both of us but you can still make the argument that that is you can still make the argument that it looks different cuz of nature yeah, because of nurture.
1: A brother and a sister growing up in yeah. the same house. A brother and a brother growing up in the same house. Twins are not exactly the same. Oh, my niggas is twins, and they, <laughs> they are drastically fucking different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, the, yeah. like they, they they have different conversations with different parents and different conversations with different people. They have different experiences with the same video game system that's sitting in front of their face. They have different experiences with their cell phones. They can have the exact same cell phone. Time is uh i don't want to get into time but let's just say the concept of time is running differently they can have the same conversations text converse text conversation but the person that they're talking to even if they're talking to the same person is not talking to them in the same way and it's not happening at the same time so that affects their whole life um and they're the most genetically close individuals in the human experience twins um so it's the, the the point is like I don't know mm. and I also don't care my point is like I think it's interesting and I think we should talk about it but I, I think what people get when I have these conversations they get emotional it's like you just think I'm some automaton or robot walking around and <laughs> I don't have any choice or whatever you do you do have choice I'm saying we don't have a personal choice well in the Matrix the Matrix Reloaded when he
0: was sitting on the when Neo was sitting on the bench with the Oracle and um He was like, you know, if you already know what I'm gonna choose, why you even offer me the candy? Uh, And she was like, well, you're not here to make the choice. You're here to understand why you made it. Yeah. Um, And that was like so important. That that one scene sat with me for like years and years and years and years and years. And now I'm 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 honestly about to what I'm about to say is is kind of gonna double back on what I just said about personal choice Mm. because that was an ideology that I held Mm. for a while um, where it's like. Everything is kind of like preordained mm. for real, for real. And I'm just, I'm just here to understand why that shit is happening yeah. so that I can utilize all of these things to like their fullest capacity. Uh, Cause it's that, it's that understanding that I think like blocks us from like moving forward in a way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like the way I'm thinking about it right now is like nurturing determines what puzzle pieces I have, nature Determines what those pieces look like.
1: Mm. That's a good point. And this is this might be a little off, but I think it's still connected. Like your I, the, the your experience with the Matrix mm-hmm. was similar to my experience of understanding like dopamine and chemicals in the brain mm-hmm. and, and what mm-hmm. love means. Mm-hmm. It's like love is to bring you close enough to people so you can survive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: To bring you close enough to a person to uh, bring a child into this world. And then you get no more help you brought the child into the world you don't need to be around them anymore mm. if that is the case i don't care mm. because i don't have to engage in that simplistic barbaric thought process mm. i still can connect with a person and be with them for the rest of my life mm. um i'm set up to do something like that um, I, a lot of people get um emotional and i'm a very emotional person so i want to make sure that People don't feel judged by that, but a lot of people get emotional and they're just kind of like, well, that doesn't you just saying that I don't have any anything to do. I just I just go along in life. And if it's like being powerless. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's a huge part of it. Yeah. We are. You know, we're absolutely powerless,
0: completely powerless. We We don't even exist by our own
1: volition. Yes. 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 I had a long conversation with this guy who was just kind of like I told him, like, we only like we're we're only here really for each other. Like if we if the other person doesn't if the other people don't exist well what are we doing everywhere everything all at once yes it was a great movie by the way yeah, you if y'all haven't see seen it you, haven't. you definitely need to see that ooh this is to tie this back into
0: the um the pause and the mm-hmm. religious disdain for um, people who hold queer identities. Going by the choice logic, right, and combining that with the nature versus nurture. Mm -hmm. We are nurtured to be straight as shit. (laughs) Good point. We are nurtured to be straight as fuck. Mm -hmm. From, From the moment you are dressed up as a baby... Oh, he's going to be a lady killer. Oh, she's going to get all the boys on the playground. Like all of this very strong gender language that promotes us, propels us into heterosexuality. Right. So it's like, if this shit is a choice. What the fuck happened that I decided to just deviate from the way I was raised? Right And like You know Most people well, Let me not say most people There are a lot of people Like these Like it's a choice Believing ass niggas mm-hmm. Who are like Oh you know Most queer people Have been like Sexually assaulted Or oh, They have been They've been You know Hurt by somebody And it's like If we If we do the math Right If we do the math One For that to be true That would mean That a hundred percent Of queer folk Would Have to have either been A, sexually abused, or had heartbreak, right? false, by the way. Which is false. (laughs) Also, that would also mean that majority, because of the statistics, Mm -hmm. majority of women would be lesbians, Mm -hmm. right? Because of how high the sexual assault and harassment percentage is for women specifically, right? Not only that, but it would also mean most niggas would be gay. Mm-hmm. Because I can't, I can't pick out a nigga who ain't never had their heart broke. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> By multiple like partners. You feel me? And so it's like there's there's just so much. If you really sit down and think about this shit, there's so much that points in the other direction of this illogical ass shit. And for me, it's like if there's If you are holding on to an illogical idea that says something about your own fears and where you are in life more than it does about the actual idea itself.
1: Yeah, I don't think I have anything to add to that. That was. That was definitely on point. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I would say is like, so back to the original point, don't say pause. Like it doesn't do yeah, it cut anything. That, cut that pause shit out. <laughs> yeah, it's not helping you. It's not a safety uh, blanket. Like it, it, if it makes you feel comfortable, say it in your head. We don't need to hear it. It's it, it's You're a grown person. And you person.
0: also don't know what your homies are dealing with. Yeah. Right? Because oh my what if... Oh, God, that's a huge point. What if somebody in your circle is trying to figure out what their sexuality is, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's... I was I was watching... Uh, if y'all never seen Gerard Carmichael's new stand-up, Nathaniel on HBO, good. it was really good. Um, and he came out uh, during the set, and he talked about how... His friend was like, you know, I feel like I was tricked into being friends with a gay person, (laughs) which is like a ridiculous thing to Mm -hmm. say. But there's so much that we as like cis heterosexual men miss out on because we are not open to sexual exploration. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying that, I'm not saying you have to try anything like quote unquote homosexual or anything to be sexually explorative, right? Like I feel like that's like the narrative that happens where we talk about men being sexually explorative and then the first thing niggas think about it, like I ain't letting nobody put no shit in my ass. And it's like, nigga, there are other ways to be sexually explorative, but we don't even get into the surface level shit because just the concept of doing anything besides bussing a shawty down in a dominant way seems like ridiculous Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and it's like yo there are so many aspects of intimacy you know building sensuality building sexual tension Mm -hmm. being soft right like one of my uh we're not close friends, but one of one of my acquaintances, I guess you could say, um, she's a model, and uh, on IG uh, the other day she was like going on like a little rant, but she says something that I really really fuck with, and she said I want to live a soft life, mm. and I really felt that shit, and I feel like that is the shit that niggas really be missing, and I'm I'm part of that right? Like there are, there are ways in which I'm just now beginning to work myself out of the way i have perceived myself sexually and diving more into like well what are the other aspects of like my sexual ex uh expression that i may not have thought about or entertained before because i was so busy trying to be a fucking man yeah right um, so I'm not separate from any of this shit um, but yeah like there's just so much there and I think about like the first time I had and this was like not even that long ago like the first time I had a partner like really intently be like I want a slow experience mm. you feel me and I don't mean slow in terms of like, um, like how long niggas is lasting I mean slow as in like We're taking our time Mm -hmm. with how we're engaging sexually. It's not about reaching the orgasm. It's just about, like, how intimate can we be with each other? And that shit felt awkward as fuck for me, Mm -hmm. but it was also like, this is really nice because I don't have any pressure Mm -hmm. in this situation. Like, it's all about just being in the moment. And that's some shit, like, so many niggas I know are, like, missing out on. And I feel like these two things are just tied together. Yeah. Right. Because I <laughs> me uh me and Lindo was listening to some old rap yesterday. Uh not like old rap for me, but just like 90s rap. Mm-hmm. And just like listening to the way niggas talk about like trying not to have feelings for they sorty. And it's like all of this shit, all of it is fucking tied together. Yeah. Because all of it I think essentially goes back to like not trying to look like a woman. Yeah. Right? Like if people I'm not going to say that. I'm going to just leave it there. I feel like a lot of this ties back to just like not trying to be a woman, even like the homosexuality. Mm -hmm. Because niggas be so surprised when they see thugged out gay niggas. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, bro. Yeah, this nigga will beat your fucking ass. You feel me? And he is not showing up in a way that you would expect. Mm -hmm. right? And niggas tend, or the niggas I've seen, uh, tend to be more comfortable with that. Because they still feel like they're interacting with like a man, Mm -hmm. as opposed to like a man who's acting like, a woman It's just all this shit That's just fucking foolish But no. I feel
1: like y'all get my point No no I agree I agree It's so much fear Into Feeling sensitive uh, Which goes back to your point Of being a woman uh, The fear of being a woman Which is Like Some of the strongest People that exist Bro they they literally push out Human beings <laughs>
0: yeah. Out of their Out of their fucking vaginas bro Yeah 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 Could you imagine Could you imagine Pushing a baby mm. Out of your dick
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Niggas listening probably like come on, bro, come on. Pause, pause, <laughs> <laughs> pause. No, play. This is what we here and for. Then, then it's the one smart ass nigga that's like, <laughs> "I push babies on my dick every night when I bust." Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. But yeah, <laughs> yes, like, we <laughs> that shit is that shit is is literally impossible.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast recently, and the guys they were being vulnerable and open about how they feel about their sexuality and what it means. And a lot of their fear came from like getting things put in their butt. Mm-hmm. But they want to explore their sexuality with their partners. And one of the guys was like, You ever like be having sex with your your girl and you turn your butt up a little bit, but you put it down real quick because you—it's just nothing's there. But it just feel like it just feels weird, like something going to take it. And then the other guy, something joked. Something's going to take it. <laughs> the guy was like, "Would you think like a stranger just gonna come out of nowhere and then just go in your butt? Like that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. But that's how uh, uh, fearful we are to being yeah. sensitive. That's how fearful we are to being soft, mm-hmm. uh, essentially." Dang. And yeah, and I don't I don't understand why people... Eh, I do understand. But we need to get away from the idea that softness equates to weakness. Like, we could have a military and also be soft to the people around us, closer to us. We could have a military and be soft to the people that we're dealing with. There are certain cultures that would not even engage in fighting without shaking hands. If they didn't shake hands and they didn't know the name of the person that they were about to fight, they wouldn't go to war. Yeah. They just wouldn't. And that's softness to some degree. We shouldn't be going to war at all. Like, that would be great. Let's not go to war. But and there's a way to do it without um, being, eh, there's not a way to do it. We shouldn't go to war. Let me just... <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, war is, war is played out. I only really like it in anime because I, I do genuinely enjoy watching people get murdered in anime anime. Uh, but that you know that's not real life
1: yeah and yeah you
0: can you can think up you can think up murder without ever seeing it we were writing a whole fucking action manga mm-hmm. and i've only seen one nigga get killed in my whole life you feel me and it was it was with a gun and so far no one in any jones is using guns so you don't have to you don't even have to, to have the thing for it to be something you create but like that was a, a small tangent what i was really about to say was um I think one of the most beneficial things we can do uh, and this this is specifically uh, I'm specifically talking to men with this statement is understand that our masculinity is not tied to our ability to dominate and or control Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, that is not regardless of what you've been told because I I know what you've been told because I've been told all the same shit Mm -hmm. right regardless of what you've been told the best way to be a man is to be a good fucking human Mm -hmm. and that's it like All this other shit, how you have to show up, all of that shit is bullshit. Who, you ask someone who told them that and they're going to tell you another man or another woman who's been indoctrinated by the patriarchy. Or, you know, because patriarchy affects all of us. Um, But it's like, we boil it down to the root. If you just a good fucking person, no one will question your manhood. (laughs) You feel me? Like, I do some soft ass shit. You feel me? And I, I do soft-ass shit proudly. Yeah. And no no one is out here questioning me in that manner. And if they are, they not doing it to my face, right? Because I, I just try to show up as a good fucking human. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I don't have to have all these conversations about me not being man enough. And I got niggas in my circle that are traditional as fuck. Mm-hmm. They are traditional as shit. And none of them don't view me as a nigga. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, they still are like, yeah, bro, you a solid bull. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even trying to be that. I'm just trying to be a good fucking human. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So like, yeah, let go of that dominance and control shit. Your masculinity is not dependent on it. It's not dependent on your fucking ability to fight. It's not dependent on your ability to show aggression. Really, for real, for real, it's it's all dependent on how well you can show up for other people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and show up for yourself, because that's yeah. what I've been working on. <laughs> Ooh, that's what I've been working on. And
0: that's part of why we trash. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that's right. true. Because we don't know how to show up for ourselves, so we don't know how to, all that shit we told, oh, you know, don't show emotion, oh, that's all self-abandonment. Yeah. That's all that shit is. Like, you're literally being taught how to box yourself in. Mm-hmm. And it was funny, I, we were, uh was this at the men's circle when we were talking about this? Or maybe I was having a conversation with somebody else. But I, I was talking about how it's funny to me how we tell young boys like not to show emotion. And then we surprise when they grow up and get partners that they don't know how to care for. Yeah, And it's like, well, what, what the fuck do you think was going to happen? If yeah. you told me I'm not allowed to cry... How was I supposed to ever figure out How to react to you crying How was I ever supposed to figure out How to be attentive to your emotions Like part of this Is like um, Part of this like We are accountable for Because once we reach a certain age We do have the option to learn How to do things differently Mm -hmm. Right And it is also very realistic That I reach a certain age And I just do the shit that I've been seeing For my whole fucking life You feel me That was a tangent But no, yeah, this should just be wild to me.
1: It was necessary. Um, on that note, we're gonna leave y'all with all of that because <laughs> you got some things to think about. And the people that don't have some things to think about, y'all can clap along. And people that don't won't think about it, you can call us all types of names all you want. I don't see you, so it don't matter to us. Uh, but on that note, we are going to check out. Uh, what do you have coming up though? Um. <sighs>
0: What well, me and Tommy will be at Awesome Con uh, in June next month. Uh, that's in D.C. Correct. Uh, for Mortal Dark. Um, we didn't like get a table or anything, but we will be in the building. We'll be around mm-hmm. um, promoting the manga, chopping it up with comic creators and stuff. Uh, we'll also most likely um, be at the Baltimore Comic Con doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, poetry-wise... I don't have too much happening for my own work. I've been trying to finish this book for the longest time, and that's fine. I'm taking my time with it. Uh, But Black Minds, of course, we have the Black Minds mag that comes out at the end of every month. And submissions right now are still open from the 1st to the 15th um, for black poets and visual artists. I repeat, for black poets (laughs) and visual artists, uh, because some of y'all be trying to sneak through the cracks, and I see you. I see you, and this is why you don't be getting accepted. Um, but, yeah, I think I think that's it for me. Um, if you want to pay me to cuddle with you, uh, I'm down to do that. It's 80 <laughs> an hour. You feel me? Um,
1: yeah. That's a real <laughs> side business, by the way. Some people make it a career. I don't think many, yeah, but these are the facts. it's a real thing. These are the facts. Uh, I have, what do I have coming up? I still have my brand, Vulnerable, and it's on Instagram. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Uh, You gotta throw the twang on it. You're right. You're right. (laughs) I've been like trying to figure out if I wanna throw that on there or not, but if I don't, then people are gonna be like, well, you just saying vulnerable. Yeah, you gotta, it gotta have some spice on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True, true, true. So, Vulnerable, uh, I have uh, a few videos that I'm gonna put up soon. One is like super vulnerable, and it's something that I've been dealing with for a while um no one knows it yet <laughs> um so that's coming up is this no one including me no one including you oh shit it's deep. yeah <laughs> no one including you um uh, no i don't think you know about it but anyway um i am a model of course still so photographers let me know hit me up i will be uh searching for uh gigs coming up tomorrow and wednesday and also i have two three classes coming up where i'm getting my certification and life coaching that'll happen Mm -hmm. in november so that's coming up that goes into part of my uh uh my personal things that i've been dealing with uh i might just go to my page you'll hear about it it'll be i'll be posting it within the next couple of days i think that's it outside of the manga yeah that's it so with that, we are leaving. I almost said with that we checking out, but that's that's another thing. I can't bring that into. I can't bring that into our situation. Yeah, uh, me and
0: uh, me and Tommy attend a monthly men's accountability circle. Um, so if you're listening to this and that's something you're interested in, feel free to DM one of us on IG um, and we can give you the details because we're always looking to bring in uh, more men that we can have. Uh, open and transparent and vulnerable conversation with uh, because there's a lot of work that we have to do um, internally. Uh, You feel me? That does not involve exposing other identities to our process, uh, which can come with harm.
1: Yes. Oh, last thing. If you have a space for free if you have a space in philadelphia that you are willing to give out to a group of men that are working on sensitivity softness accountability partnership community Uh, i could say more words if you need me to to give us this free space (laughs) let us know hit us up dm one of us uh, or both of us i don't care Uh, we need that for the men's group because we are expanding and we want to make sure we have enough space for all of you absolutely Uh
0: yeah i think that's it with that being said we will see y'all next episode peace love and beard grease uh, (laughs) yeah i don't got no hair so um yeah hope y'all stay safe and you know you're alive by the time we drop the next episode
1: (laughs) all right y'all